Welcome to the Salty Stack Bros Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle, alongside co-host Brandon. And today, we're giving you another update on the transfer portal and what the college basketball landscape looks like right now. It is officially deep into the offseason, and you know that what that means. It's summertime. <laughs> Maybe uh, for you. Maybe for you, but it's, uh, uh, it's about 40 degrees where I am right now. It was sunny and 50 here today. I had a great round of golf. I'm feeling great. So, What'd you shoot? Um, nobody will believe me, so I'll say 81. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I broke my best record, but did it by myself. So I have to go with what my best has been. Yep. It's very sad. Very sad times. Um, but yeah, transfer portal heating up. It is the sun in your life since you're all cloudy and ugh, weather still. You have plenty um, of that. Yeah, Hunter Dickinson still hasn't committed anywhere. I was really hoping we would have his answer by now because he is still the best transfer in the portal. But. Yeah, we've had some d- new news. Was Jesse Edwards this past week? That was like right when we did our last episode, I think, because we talked about that a little bit uh, in the episode and then additionally with our clips. We so, touched on it just barely. So, yeah, but a Jesse big addition Edwards to West to Virginia. West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Nemhard to Gonzaga. Yeah. I was going to say Was that what you were going to say? Well, also Ike to Gonzaga. Graham Mike yeah. from Wyoming to Gonzaga. And Steel Venters from Eastern Washington to Gonzaga, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. So Mark Few has desperately needed to step his game up in the transfer portal this week to keep Gonzaga relevant at the top of their conference and, and across the nation. Uh, and I think it's safe to say that he has done so with those three four-star recruits on the way in now. Uh, I think that Gonzaga is safe to say they should be the champion of the West Coast Conference again. I would well, think they would be. Who are you? Okay, who are you going to debate and counter argue with for the West I, Coast Conference? I don't think St. Mary's is losing anybody. St. Mary's barely beat Gonzaga at St. Mary's, and they got wiped the other two games. But still. There's not going to be a Drew Timmy next year. Yeah. There is not. Where um, I think, what is it? Yeah. No, Logan Johnson is the only one leaving. So Aiden Mahaney is still going to be there for St. Mary's. Yep. That's which true. is a big one. Um, I think, yeah, Mitchell Sachs. Saxon uh, will also be there, the 6'10 center, so they'll have their big man. Uh, so they're bringing back basically their entire team, except for their top score, which... Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to hurt a little bit. As, take that as you want. Um, okay, here's what I will say. St. Mary's will be a good team next year, uh, no doubt about it, but I just don't see them on that same level as Gonzaga, who's up in the stratosphere on the West Coast. Um, I think that St. Mary's should be a tournament team at large bid, but they're going to be down there, like a 10 seed or 
maybe an eight seed, something like that. No. Yes. Okay. Uh, this is way too early to be trying to debate mid-major seedings. Yeah, um, it is. It is. Yeah. Yeah, we'll leave it at that because they do have the retaining lot. They're having a top 100 guy come in next year for freshmen. So St. Yep. Mary's is not going to lose that much uh, from the level they were at this year. Yep. Take that as you want. But yeah, Gonzaga, I don't think will be a one seed. No. Even though Ike and Nemhard are both really good transfers. Yeah. It keeps them around like the three seed range where yeah. they were at this year. I would say best case for Gonzaga is a two seed right now. Um, unless they land another big player in the portal. Speaking of <laughs> big players in the portal, Hunter Dickinson, he's still out there. That He's was not going me. to get that was but <laughs> I, I don't think he wants to go to West Coast school. I think he wants to stay East Coast. I'd love he, to see it, but he he wants to win it all. Yeah, well, which is Gonzaga why he was visiting to Kentucky it. today. Yeah, uh, yeah. If he was smart, he would go to Ole Miss. Uh, <laughs> you and Chris Beard. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, I have been but, saving one more update to share with you. Uh, Aaron Estrada. Oh, to of Alabama course. to the Crimson Tide. Of Roll course. Uh, Estrada, high, high scorer. Um, obviously, he excelled at Holster last year. Um, we follow that team pretty closely. Disappointing to see them miss March Madness, but him going to Alabama, that is a huge, huge upgrade for Nate Oates uh, to have a lethal scorer like that on the outside. And I know they just lost the commit from Walton from Wichita State after he was found with marijuana possession. And I'm not talking about Bill Walton. I'm talking about the player from Wichita State who is still in college. Uh, so that's a, that's a hit. <laughs> Sorry, I, I want to insert that in there, and I'm losing it now. <laughs> you do you, bro. You do you. I mean, it would check out. I mean, he ate a candle off of a, what was it, a cookie? Who, the player or Bill? Bill. Oh, yeah. Well, I suppose, yeah. Yes, he did. So, yeah, marijuana and Bill would make sense and check out. Marijuana and Big Bill makes plenty of sense. Yes. So I'm saying these could be related. I can see why you were trying to make that stretch it, but you just did (laughs) not make it smooth. Oh, man. Well, do you think Bill Walton's smooth either? Well, maybe when he was younger. He certainly isn't now. I'm just trying to, to reflect my idol. So, I mean, he, he can throw troll right into a sentence pretty smoothly. Joe Lenardi is a troll? Is that what you're referring to? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh my god. Dude, yep. Imagine getting a Hawaiian shirt with trolls on it and saying behind <laughs> Bill Walton when he's announcing a game. <laughs> this is the type of thing we talk about in the offseason, for all of you wondering. <laughs> oh, we, yeah, we were. 
we're gonna sit here and we're gonna talk about the transfer portal for like three minutes because there's only like three minutes of things to talk about, and then we're just gonna talk about Hawaiian shirts and trolls and other things like scandals of coaches like wearing a Hawaiian shirt with broken glasses on it to sit behind Chris Beard at Ole Miss. Yeah. Or, <laughs> I mean, you could uh, get a money Hawaiian shirt and go over to Rick Patino. <laughs> Dude, imagine like dollar bills, but instead of like dollar bills, the for the face of the dollar bills, you put like fucking Stormy Daniels on it. <laughs> Dude. I feel it's like never- you would get asked to leave. If oh, he sit behind Rick Pitino with that shirt on. I think that once he sees you, he probably tells security to make you leave, and then they would make you leave. Probably. That's what would happen. I mean, but. I feel like if you were to wear like a Hawaiian shirt with Muhammad Ali on it or George Foreman and sit behind Juwan Howard, he would get a good chuckle out of it, but then ignore <laughs> you the rest of the game. But he wouldn't make you leave. I feel like Patino no, would make you would. leave. Patino would make you leave. I don't think Howard would do that. Howard would just laugh, yeah. Beard would laugh. He definitely Beard would, would be like, I-, I see you. I see you. He would respect the taunt. Yes, he would. He had to go uh, through a lot of uh, taunting and harassment coaching at Texas Tech, but he had switched to Texas too. So he'd be yeah. cool with it. Yeah, I mean, he would probably respect it because that's like high level taunt. Oh, yeah. Because most of the people are like, oh, you're a traitor. Uh, And he he just like tuned it out because like there's nothing good about that type of a taunt. You got to step up your taunt game to really like get their attention. Yep, exactly. Gosh, speaking of Texas stuff. That's another update we have for you. It's actually on topic today. Um, amidst our tangent, tangents, uh, Caden Chedrick from Virginia, uh, four-star transfer according to 247 Sports, has committed to Texas. Uh, and then additionally, uh, Max Asmus from Oral Roberts has not committed to Texas yet, but he is supposedly eyeing that school up. So both those players would be a big addition to Chris Beard's former school and his alma mater yeah and we would really be able to see where um rodney terry is going and see how good he actually can be on his own Mm -hmm. uh but yeah that team they're losing marcus Carr. they're losing timmy allen they have a five star coming in power forward so you have him paired with uh shredrick you have Mm -hmm. disu coming back Yep. Which, he's a role player. Uh, Serge Abari Rice, I think, is out of eligibility That's as well. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Um, so you would have Abe Smith and Tyrese Hunter in the backcourt, which would be lethal yes. from behind the arc. Yeah. So, um, yeah. We'll see how Rodney Terry does. Yeah, this is I'm, his chance. I'm a little skeptical. I, yeah. I'll say that, but... He did do well, and he didn't ruin Texas last year, so he definitely think, deserves yeah. that contract he got, but we'll see what he can actually do. Anyone that knows Terry's background as a head coach should be concerned, uh, 
But that being said, I do think he did a good job. Like you said, he didn't mess up last year's team. Uh, and if these two guys are really going to Texas, uh, it shows that he has enough sway uh, in recruiting players. Get him into the program. Uh, from there, he just needs to work on meshing the team together and making sure that they're a functional top of the Big 12 team like they appear to have the talent to be. Yeah, for sure. Um, speaking of Texas... Uh, Texas and Oklahoma next year will be their last year. A key player from Oklahoma, Jalen Hill, is going to UNLV. So that means UNLV has gotten Caleb Boone. Yep. One of the best centers in all of college basketball that got no spotlight whatsoever because he was at Oklahoma State and nobody cared about Oklahoma State. I think it's his brother, Kalen Boone. From what was it, Pacific? No, uh, yeah, Pacific. Uh, he's also going to UNLV and then Jalen Hill to UNLV. So, do I hear that the Mountain West is going to build another four team to March next year? I'd buy it. Uh, I was really hoping that UNLV would be good last year. Um, I've always kind of liked their program. Uh, I'd like to see him be good this year. Uh, they started out undefeated for like 10 games last year, I think it was. Um, but yeah, like you just mentioned, the Boone the Boone brothers going to UNLV, uh, along with the other transfers, they'll have the talent to make a March run for sure. Uh, and if you're going to add them into the mix with San Diego State, will obviously be a March contender. Yeah, UNLV, um, I think Utah State could definitely be there. Mm, New Mexico. I don't agree. I don't, you don't agree. Utah State okay. lost Odom. They lost lost Stephen Ashworth. Ashworth, I was going to say, is a tough loss. I think that they'll still be right there. I don't think so. I think Boise State will be right there, clearly, because they've made the last two. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say don't count out New Mexico either. Yeah. I know they kind of crumbled away last year. Um, they were only a couple games away from making the tournament. Yeah, so, I mean... It is kind of a toss-up, who would the fourth be at? Because I think, based on UNLV's last couple transfer gets, they would be one, Boise State would be one, and SDSU would be one. And then the fourth is whoever can be best. Bless you. Thank you. I was trying to get out my words and then so I could mute <laughs> myself so people wouldn't be listening with their earphones and just jump randomly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, New Mexico, Nevada even, I mean, I think they're losing a decent amount, but can't ever count Nevada out. Nevada will be content will be a contender um to make March. Will they do it? I don't think so, but they'll be relevant. You know who I want to see in the tournament? Uh, San Jose State. No. I was going to say <laughs> Fresno State. Fre- oh. <laughs> that would be hilarious. That Fresno be hilarious. State has just like done nothing consistently. So if they would randomly come and get a bid. That would be funny. I think- I think that would be a pure comedy. Like, uh, look at this Cinderella. And then they lose by like 40 in the first round. And the first four, better yet. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> They'll lose by 40 to Arizona State in the first four. 
<laughs> or Ohio State. Oh God, that would be that would be a matchup where you would be like, ugh. Yeah, you see that one, and then you'd be like, well, who's going to win? Because both these teams are not going to be good in March, but Ohio State <laughs> would prevail, and then lose by thirty in the in the first round. So they would do what Indiana did. Correct. The next year, everybody would be like, oh, Ohio State, Ohio State, better watch out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm so I'm glad Indiana didn't do anything. Yeah. They just got dominated by uh, Miami in the second round. It's like somebody was predicting it the entire season, including the preseason last year. What, that Indiana would get a four seed and do really well in the Big Ten? No, that they would go out of the tournament early and they had no value when everybody was talking about them possibly being a Final Four turn or a champion type caliber team. All right, all right, all right. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. You're <sighs> correct. Uh, but you should admit that I was correct on Illinois being a dumpster fire. Yeah, that was very disappointing. <laughs> they. I, I, they started off so well, and uh, what was it? The Continental Tires Tournament? Yeah, the main event. Yeah, main event. And then they lost to Virginia, Tires. baby. Yeah, that's when I just, like, that's when I was at the peak of, like, ah, this team, Final Four, I'm going to be able to call it. I'm going to be so happy. And then they lost to Virginia. It's like, ah, I really need to do that. Second check myself here coming up. I was trying to stay optimistic, but then they just went downhill from there. I did not like Illinois' team makeup last year. I think that this year they'll have a better chance. And speaking of Illinois, they just got another transfer recently, didn't they? Yeah, um, from Oregon. Uh, oh, shoot. Oregon's lost a couple of guys, by the way, but... Um, yeah. Oh, I think Illinois, they've got a couple transfers now, too, though. I yeah, Gurry. Yeah, that's his name. Because I was going to say Soares, but Soares is going to Oklahoma, which yep. Oklahoma is completely rebuilding. So they're getting a yeah. lot of transfers, but they're starting from nothing because, yeah, everybody's gone. Yep. Um, but yeah, Illinois has gotten Gurrier from Oregon. Harmon from uh, Utah Valley, which yeah, that's right. People who didn't follow Utah Valley at all because they weren't in the tournament. That is a team that was really good, and I think if I remember correctly, Harmon was their leading scorer. He may have been their second, but he was like fourteen points per game on a very quality whack team. Yeah, so I mean, he'll be a good addition. They got I like uh, that. I like that ad for sure. They got Doe Mask from uh Southern Illinois. He yep. played quality minutes for a Missouri Valley team. Missouri Valley was not a joke this year. Um because Drake took Miami down to the wire and Miami was a final four team, so Yep. They could have been. Yeah. But I mean uh, Illinois lost Jaden Epps to Georgetown, Sky Clark to Louisville, uh, Brandon Lieb to Illinois State, uh, go Illinois State. Uh, I think 
was Jordan Davis official or was that just a possibility? Jordan Davis, Jordan Davis to Illinois State. Yet. Um, has he declared that, was, that yet? I, I don't think he's declared. I think that was just being tossed around. Uh, it was a, yeah. more than likely, which I think that would be cool. Um, but then also Illinois lost RJ Mendez to Georgia. Yep. So they are also going to be starting fresh. So getting these senior guys who's gotten experience is key for Illinois. So I'm happy about where they're sitting, even though they've lost a lot. Yep. I don't know. I think that they will at least be half decent in the Big Ten next year. So we'll see where the next season takes them. I think personally it'll be a better season for them than last year. I think that the Sky Clark drama was not good for that team. (laughs) Yeah, I would agree with you there. So, Uh, yeah, Ole Miss only has Brandon Murray right now. I'm very sad about that. (laughs) Uh, I had to mention that one because I'll speak uh, praise for Ole Miss all season. You're going to have to listen to me hype him up. And then they'll fail miserably come January. They will be the Georgia of this past season. I wouldn't go that far. I think they might be able to sneak into the NIT. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, I'll probably be treating them like Georgia last year. Sure, sure, sure. And the minute that you accept them as a valid team, I'll stop accepting them and they'll tank. All right. Well, I've already accepted them as a valid team. <laughs> What's uh, you going to do now? Uh, I'm going to say this during like our preseason episodes, and you're going to disagree with me. Uh, I do like Ole Miss. Yeah. I do like Chris Beard, so it's going to be hard for me to disagree with you there. Uh, but who did we'll we see. both like as a lower... Oh, UAB. Yep. It's going to be like UAB, where we both like it. We're both cheering them on. But then it's just like, ah, they fall just short. Yep. Speaking of falling just short, Tennessee. They always fall just short. But they've they've been getting some names for you mid-major fans out there. Uh, Ganey from South Carolina, upstate. Yep. Um, Connect. From Northern Colorado and Chris Ledlam from Harvard. Those are th- Ledlam. Three. Ledlam especially is going to be a very nice addition to this Tennessee team. But yeah, like you were saying, three quality additions. And oh, who was it? Who was that this week? Who was it? Vescovy announced that he was returning. I believe so. Yes. Vescovy is coming back. So, there's been a lot of hype. Tennessee's going to get that two seed, lose first round. <laughs> I don't know about first round. I think they might lose second round. It's more fun seeing the 15 seed win. It is. And hey, it's happened three years in a row now. It's no longer an exception. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, it's been three years in a row we've had a 15 seed not only win the first round, but also make the Sweet 16. Yeah. 
That is very, very true. Let's see here. So Bold someone's got to be the victim. Bold prediction. I need to find a team that would be that caliber. I need to find a team. I'll just say it right now. If nah, not them. If you know a team we both like. SC Upstate. Yep, SC Upstate. Bold prediction. SC Upstate. This is today is uh, April twenty fourth, twenty twenty three. We are saying USC Upstate, South Carolina Upstate, is going to get a fifteen seat and win their first game, at least their first game in March. You can mark our words. You can. Will you will post this day one of college basketball. We will clip this and post this for you, so you know who to keep your eye on because it's going to happen. South Carolina Upstate's going to take down Tennessee in the first I don't round. Know if it'll be Tennessee, that's a little bit stretched to call the game. But yeah, it'll be Tennessee. You want bold? I'll give you bold. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be Tennessee. Rick Barnes has yet to add that collect, uh, that trophy to his collection. Lose to a 15 seed. But uh, this is the year. You know who it probably will be? If you're being at all serious. No, I'm not going to say Yale. I know you're thinking I'm going to say Yale for you. But oh, 15 seed? Quinnipiac. Out of the uh, MAAC? Yep. As for the two seed, though, I don't know who's the. I mean, I want to say Purdue or Arizona, but that's easy bait. I'd love to say Purdue and Arizona losing early because it always happens. For a two seed, besides Tennessee, I mean, oh, I got it. I I got it. I could, I could see it being like Duke. I I don't because Philip Philipowski is too good and they'll be a 16 seed. You know who it's going to be? Who? TCU. As a two seed? Yeah, they got Jameer Nelson. I think uh, Kansas will get a one seed. Yeah, Colorado. Not um, TCU. But. You are insufferable sometimes. I hope you know that. Oh, I know. Uh, I pride myself in it. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. We are just the worst right now. Uh, Two idiots, one podcast. (laughs) Two idiots, one podcast. Uh, That is our saying. Clear and simple. But, I mean, they got Jameer Nelson Jr., who is going to have one heck of a season. They got Assam Mofstra from Coastal Carolina, three-star, but, I mean, that's still experience. He's a power forward, so you need big men since your big men are leaving. You Mm -hmm. got Trevion Tennyson from, you guessed it, Corpus Crispy. Uh, (laughs) And then they've also got Avery Anderson from Oklahoma State. Yep. So you have those guys coming in. You have Kansas, who's going to be clear-cut favorites of the Big 12. 
then I think Houston will be a little bit worse than people expect. I think they're going to need a year to adjust before they're right back where they were. But then who do you have? You have maybe Iowa State fighting for it. You have maybe uh, Texas fighting for it. I think TCU has the best shot. I think TCU will be good. Uh, I don't doubt that, but I don't know if they'll make it to a two seed, to be honest with you. They'll be close. I'm going to stick with double down on my Duke claim, though. I think that, yes, Filipowski is an excellent player, and I'm shocked he's coming back, but you would have said the exact same thing about Oscar Shibway had you not known that Kentucky had bad clutch in 2021 or 2022. The only warning sign with that Kentucky team was that they had bad clutch and that St. Peter's had good clutch. And Oscar Shibway yeah. was an unstoppable force in SEC play. So that's how I'm yeah. going to defend my Duke claim that Duke is going to be the two seed that just to I mean, South Carolina upstate. If you think about it, back to back years where the player of the year has lost in the first round of the tournament. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Phil Pawski could be the player of the year. It's a curse. Oh my gosh. The best so, teams have good players, not great players. You're saying today, Monday, April 24th, 2023, yep. you have SC Upstate beating Duke in the first round, 215 yep. seed matchup. Yep. Yeah, to reiterate, so we're going to see. In the 2024 March Madness tournament, we're going to see a 2-15 seed matchup. It's going to be the 2 seed is Duke, 15 seed is South Carolina Upstate, and South Carolina Upstate is going to win that game. Okay. Enough said. I, I, I got one better for you. I got one better for you here. So we've said like four of these by this point, so one of them will hit. We'll clip them all. <laughs> Those who actually listened to this will actually know that we were kind of full of shit uh, for this. But I got this for you. Yukon Huskies will get the two seed and lose to Quinnipiac, the 15 seed. Monday, April 24th, 2023. Lock it in. It. Lock it in. Lock it in. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, we could sit here and do this all day, but unfortunately, uh, we can't make too many of these off <laughs> off the map uh, predictions without people thinking that we're really crazy. I mean, we kind of are. We're two idiots with a podcast. That is true. Two we're idiots crazy with a podcast. I, I have a Hawaiian shirt just to throw you off today. And yes, the you buttons are. keep on coming undone. I don't know if you've noticed that. I, I've just been sitting here and I keep on looking down like... They just keep coming undone magically? Coming to, yes. I think I'm too like big around the shoulders. That can be interpreted in many different ways. I'm going to leave it right there. <laughs> I shouldn't have taken a drink at that time. Well, you asked for it when you said that the buttons keep magically undoing themselves. 
you made that sound so much worse. Well, that's what I heard when you said that word for word. Of course you would hear that. Oh, you weirdo. You would have heard the same thing if I would have said it too. Oh, I would have probably heard something far, far worse. (laughs) Just to mess with you even harder. Oh, God. Well, that is a wrap on our most recent update of the transfer portal and our crazy ideas. And we are happy to have you here on Two Idiots One. Oh, wait, no. I mean, the Saucy Staff Bros podcast. So I'll close it down here. We are Saucy Staff Bros podcast. We appreciate your time. And we will see you all on our next episode. Until then, peace out. We'll be right back.